One thing that people always ask me is, especially when they find out what I do, is what do you do? <laughs> How did you get into it? Um, so basically, I am a clinical sexologist and a certified sex coach working with intimacy and um, sex coaching. And I started actually because I was struggling with my marriage, my first marriage, because I was having a lot of painful sex after uh, delivery of my child. And so after that, we were really trying to figure out how can we continue being sexual when I'm having a lot of pain and how do you continue to be intimate and keep your connection going with your partner? Thank you all for tuning in to MWB Married with Benefits, the podcast that helps you understand a little bit more of the lifestyle that you're about to take a journey in. Come on this journey with us as we find different avenues and talk to different people and experiences and stories. We can't wait to hear yours. Thank you for tuning in to MWB. Welcome to Married with Benefits. We are so glad that you are back with us. Thank you for another episode of our podcast. We have a wonderful guest with us today. Her name is Dr. Stacy. Give her a round of applause. Yes. So, Dr. Stacy, thank you first off for being here with us. I am Lion. This is. I am Candy. We are excited to have you. And most people are going to be able to read your bio, right? That's great. But we love for our guests to actually tell a little bit about themselves as well so people can get to hear your voice and know you before we jump into our subject. So uh, take it away and let everyone know a little bit about yourself. Sure, sure. Uh, One thing that people always ask me is, especially when they find out what I do, is what do you do? (laughs) How did you get into it? Um, So basically, I am a clinical sexologist and a certified sex coach working with intimacy and um, sex coaching. And I started actually because I was struggling with my marriage, my first marriage, because I was having a lot of painful sex after uh, delivery of my child. And so after that, we were really trying to figure out how can we continue being sexual when I'm having a lot of pain and how do you continue to be intimate and keep your connection going with your partner? And so I actually went to some therapy on my own with my partner and we learned what it was really about is not so much about let's perform and have sex, but about the intimate connection and the pleasure of intimacy. And when I went to go into it, uh, there wasn't really a lot of people around that were helping others in this aspect. It was like there was one sexologist in my neighborhood within 30 miles. And so I just knew that if it wasn't for their support, I would have been in a really, I wasn't a bad place, but I would have been in a really, really, really bad place. And so I just kind of had this passion um, after my kids were born to just help uh, individuals, couples to just find sexuality and have fun with it and just be open to exploration because you realize it's more about pleasure than it is about performance. And so that's kind of how I got into my career. I love that. So Dr. Stacy, what are some good ways that me, myself, or any lady that's listening to this that can talk to their partner about her libido 
if it hurts or if she's having issues with it mm. or performing for us as well, um, you know, dryness and Great things like question. that. What, what are some good ways to bring that up to our partner? Well, I think just, first of all, not doing it in the middle of the moment. <laughs> you don't want to be doing it in the bedroom because that kind of is a safe, sacred space. And so you want to be able to have that conversation um, either outside of the bedroom or in front of somebody, let's say like a coach like me, because some people just don't have that communication. And so they don't really know where to get started. And basically what I try to say is, say that you saw something somewhere online and what their thoughts are about it, kind of bring it up very, um, you know, casually about something that someone uh, said that you heard. And so that way it's a good way of starting a conversation rather than saying, this is what I'm thinking, this is what I'm feeling. So once you start getting into a little bit of a conversation, then you could start saying, well, what are your thoughts? What do you feel? Um, but I think that it is so important to have that ability to communicate with your partner because there's a lot of women that uh, have painful sex that their parents, their parents, <laughs> that's wrong. Their partners do not know because Ooh. they're afraid to, to let them know. They're afraid that they're gonna upset their partner. So that is imperative and you wonder why they may not have a sex drive. Well, if you're having pain, you're not gonna have a sex drive. And what's important is trying to communicate and say, this is what's going on. This is how I'm feeling. How can we get around it by figuring out other things to do? And uh, Candy, you asked that question about the low libido. It's very common for one partner to have a lower libido than others. And it's not always the woman. Yeah. In general, more so the woman. But we want to also try to understand that just because you have a low libido, for the men, a lot of times they feel that their partner doesn't desire them, doesn't want them, doesn't find them attractive. That couldn't be further from the truth. It's just we don't necessarily all the time need the physical act of sex. We're in, I'm generalizing now, where men may want the physical act. So I have so many people sitting on the couch saying, my husband's hot. I love my husband. I think he's sexy. He's you know gorgeous, whatever but I don't feel like doing the act. Yeah. So we have to try to change it up and have fun. Gotcha. You know what? That's, That's such nice. a great point that you, that you said there, because like with my wife and I, we, we really work for the love languages, right? And for her, exactly. her cuddling or just <laughs> kind of being there intimate in that nature is kind of more appealing than just the act kind of like what you're saying and that's something that i had to learn and so for all of the gentlemen who are listening i'm telling you listen to what dr stacy is telling you because one thing that we have is ego and that's why i think when she was asking you that question of how to make bring it up and you said hey i saw this somewhere i think that could help so much because that if our ego gets hurt it's like <laughs> it's like man now the sex drive is going really down right your libido is going really down and so us I, women in our 40s i feel our libido is up oh my goodness and the yes. guys is down is what i feel like i always want it and he's like not tonight let's just cuddle and i'm like oh let's not cuddle let's right. do it so, Dr. Stacey, in, in keeping with that what you were just saying right with the mismatch drive and libido i'm sure there's some ways for the listeners who are going to be hearing this right now maybe there's one or two ways that 
can maybe help respark that or uh, get a reconnection going for that drive? Are there, are there any things that you can kind of throw out there for them and say, hey, yeah, here's one or two things? Yes, variety. If you're doing the same thing over and over again and you know what to expect when you're going to go have sex, you might be bored. If someone may not be in the mood, say, okay, well, we don't have to actually have intercourse, but let's, you know, let's throw in an element of surprise. The element of surprise really makes you look at your partner a little different and helps you kind of say, huh, what's going to be next? Or this is a good idea. And by doing that, you can decide, let's go, you know, your, your partner's in the shower, you sneak in the shower and you just fool around in the shower. And you can even just do a quickie, you know, or without even doing a quickie, there's many things that you can do in the shower to play around. Or maybe just you're tired, you go into bed and you come in and you have a little thing of chocolate syrup. You're like, oh, I was just thinking of maybe doing something fun with this. It's variety, element of surprise, and also making sure that the times in between that you are having sex, that you are having the types of foreplay that doesn't necessarily have to lead to sex. So it could be a sensual body rub. It could be just a real passionate kiss. Those types of things are gonna help build desire for later on. And so that's gonna be really important to be able to add into your repertoire. Yeah, that. absolutely. And gentlemen, you better take a listen to this, right? Okay, because this is something that I had to learn and am still learning. It's an always learning process. You know, kind of like she said, maybe throw in a little bit of that, you know, when you come in the shower, right? You got the chocolate syrup, you got to get it going, right? But it goes into something that I like to say, um, and I didn't coin this phrase. I heard it a while ago, but it's foreplay all day. Right. If you want that intimacy and that act to happen, send a little text message here and there. Right. Send something throughout the day to tell her that you we know. We send memes. Yeah. Oh, memes. she called it memes. I call I it memes. memes. Right. We send little <laughs> funny ones. We'll send uh, a screenshot of maybe uh, something on the site we saw that says, "Hey, we like this." And I'm gonna tell you something else, gentlemen. If you're listening to this, and correct me if I'm wrong, Doctor Stacy, maybe do the dishes for. Her. Maybe sweep for vacuum, yes. right? Do a little something to show her. It's like, hey, you know what? So when she gets and it home, it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah, it's, it's the effort that yeah. we appreciate, definitely. And right. it's taking something off of your plate if you are yes. one of the people that actually have to be doing all of that. You know, especially yeah. if you have stay-at-home mom. I mean, I know there are stay-at-home dads too, so it goes both ways. But if you have someone around and you're expecting them to, you know, not be tired. Try to see what can I do for my partner today to show them love with their love language and to show them that, you know, I'm here. I'm here to help. Every yeah. single day there should be something that you can pick for your partner to make your partner feel good. Love and that. Love that. And I know Kenny wants something to say really quick, but I, I wanted to jump really quick. So kind of going back to what you spoke about with the surprising them, right? And I, I truly believe in that. But also, we'll just put a little caveat. Ladies, if you're going to surprise your gentleman, I'm, I'm speaking from a man's point of view here, right? Maybe kind of warm us up to it and don't come in with like a 15-inch <laughs> dildo or something and say, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, surprise. You know, maybe just throw some, drop some hints throughout the couple of weeks because our, we are sensitive, believe it or not. 
men try to make it seem like we're not we're more sensitive sometimes than women can be i can so, vouch for that you, they are really you know, sensitive you don't want to hit us in the in the ego and all of a sudden be like oh i don't think i can compare to that <laughs> so. and listen that makes a good point because you don't need to compare to a vibrator there's no emotion with a vibrator women yeah. are usually emotionally driven so as yeah. long as you have a partner there it's very difficult there's only about 75 to 80 percent of women do not have intercourse, I do not have an orgasm with intercourse. Only about 20%, maybe 25% of women actually have orgasms or intercourse. So many times that orgasm can be a struggle. And there are many, many, can't speak. (laughs) There are many men that get intimidated. Why do they need a dildo? Why do they need a vibrator if I'm here? Because Mm -hmm. women deserve pleasure just as much as men. And women shouldn't have to work so hard to get that and if a vibrator helps and takes some of that pressure off of you take it (laughs) snap snap it and i and i just i have to say they love (laughs) yeah that is such a thing that is absolutely the truth that was so profound when you said that and it's one of the things i think that one reason why we do this we really want to educate and help people who are in spots because we had to learn and we had to communicate And I think when you just said that, right, it and is. And we explore every aspect yeah. of it to see what we like, what we don't like, what gets us right. on, what gets us right. off, you know. And so it just, it takes a sometimes work at it. Yeah. And and to know that percentage, I did not know that, right? To, yeah. If you can go into it mentally knowing that, hey, because men, we think if, if she's not orgasm with me, then I'm doing something wrong. Right. I'm not doing enough or giving it. I didn't know that. I just learned something, and it's I like appreciate that. We have to concentrate that. a lot more yeah. than the guys do. <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness! And, you know, and, go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying that the, the thing with that is, is a lot of men, especially if they're kind of new in their relationships, I get a lot of people saying, "Well, all my other girlfriends did." I don't understand what's wrong. And I'm like, well, 90% of them probably faked it. <laughs> I speak with a lot of women that feel like they have to fake it because of men's ego. And so if the men were willing to listen and allow them to have the vibrators, allow them to explore, allow them to just enjoy sex without, if, if they don't want to have an orgasm, men sometimes can't understand, well, how come a woman doesn't want an orgasm? It's not that we don't want to, but sometimes the connection is almost as orgasmic the, the feeling you get when you love somebody or even if you don't love somebody the feeling that you get with just it going in and out and oral and all these other feelings you don't necessarily have to feel like you have to try so hard and sometimes it's more stressful to have to try yeah you absolutely I, I got some That's things you just you just helped me with some things i'm gonna try tonight i'm gonna <laughs> let you know right now so but no that is one of the things that we really always worked hard to do i'm sorry always I said, always ask if you could do something for your partner. Oh, Let her yes. tell you I'm okay with without. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, so, and, and always I always get permission. Yeah, and I know Kenny wants to talk about something really quick that kind of ties into that, and I'm gonna let her do that. But I just want to <laughs> say really quick. He always tries to take over. Though. No, no, I just get excited. <laughs> I get excited about learning and and, and kind of this 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 um this process here. And so, my, you know, what? go ahead. No, you go ahead and then I wait. I wait. wait. Okay, I'm on it. Jump on it. <laughs> so, um, but I, I really think that's one of the things that we really worked hard at, right? And so I heard a lot of people say, for example, communication is the key. 
So I push back on that just a little bit because I say that we can communicate all day, but if one person isn't understanding what the person is trying to communicate, then it's running in a circle. So you can tell me all day long, but I've got to let my ego go to truly understand when she says, Hey, you know what? Tonight, I just want you to run me and do this and do that. It's not that she's telling me I'm not any good or I'm not doing, it's just saying, Hey, tonight's this mood. So zip my lip. Go ahead, baby. Take it over. Go ahead. Cause this happens to a lot of guys in our group. They will ask us and kind of say what we're about to talk about now, but go ahead. You take that. So are there any, anything that a lady can do to help with pre, ejaculation or anything like that to help the guy stay stimulated and go longer is there anything that us ladies that you suggest us ladies do to help them first of all there's so many aspects to that question because there could be so many reasons why someone might have some early ejaculation um first of all if it does happen the woman can be very patient, understanding, don't make a big deal about it, and continue to still, you know, connect or kiss or touch. So that way they don't feel like they did something wrong or they're not good enough. And there are times where men have a refractory period of maybe 20 minutes that depending on how long you're connecting or how long your session is, you could always get started right away if it happens fast. You could always give another 20 minutes of fooling around and doing different things. And then who knows, maybe you'll get an erection again, but you have to be able to allow the man to stop when they need to stop because sometimes they'll do it for a minute and have to pull out and stop. And I've actually, matter of fact, two days ago, I was talking to one of my clients and she was frustrated that she, that he had to stop. And I'm like, well, you don't want him to come early and then you're mad at him for stopping. You know, what do you want him to do? So it's an understanding of what they need as far as if they're going, they have to stop. Or maybe you can use a cock ring. Um, Sometimes there's some cream that you can use uh, to help with some sensitization, like kind of desensitizing it a little bit. Um, But as far as What a woman can do is I I just think is just be there and understand and not make a big deal about it because it's really not. There's so much more, once again, than performance. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think that also goes with um, when they feel under pressure, men feel under pressure or and they can't get hard. I think also us women need to learn how to be more supportive because there's a lot of men out there, you know, with problems with ED, but they don't like to talk about it because it's embarrassing. And so I believe that women start need to start also have, you know, needing to be more understanding and supporting them so they don't feel like they can't perform at all. Yeah. Right. Because then it brings about performance anxiety and then they yeah. wind up not really get it up because they're just worried that their partner is going to be pissed off or annoyed. And then this is going to happen and that's going to happen. You know, yeah. it's really just about owning your pleasure and focusing on the fun aspect of sex rather than the whole performance aspect. And that's where you have all this other foreplay stuff that is so important. You know, I joke around and so many times I'm like, okay, well, explain your sex life. I said, no, 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 wait, let me, let me explain it for you. Lips, (laughs) lower the hips. And they're like, exactly. So you start kissing, you start kissing here and then you go down there. Yeah. It's like you have, 
from head to toe, so many sensations, so many nerve endings. When you have any issues with erections, you cannot be focusing on the erection. Focus on the body. Focus on yeah. all the body parts that you haven't kissed or touched in 40 years. I, I say 40 years because I'm thinking of a couple I worked with. They've been together for 40 years. And I said, when was the last time that you kissed her ankle or kissed under her kneecap? And he kind of looked at me. He's like, I don't know if I ever did. I said, this uh. person's bedside for 40 years and you don't know every part of their body get to it Man, <laughs> you know listen here that you you dropping some nuggets right here dr <laughs> stacy i'm telling you so and, well, think and about I, it. yeah i think it, your own relationship you know when was the last time that you touched the side of your hip i don't know you know when was the just, last just now since you mentioned it i'm doing it now <laughs> so now i can knock that off the list i just there did I, three, be another three 20 more years. months three more months i'll do it again in three months so the right calf is next the right calf is next right okay, okay. <laughs> right. let me write that down in my notes all right but no this is what i really love because it, it it goes to kind of what we talk about a lot also when we say we don't know what we don't know right we're not um given a manual and and also it goes into some people think they were with someone before and then they get with someone else and oh, everyone's different. Yeah. Oh, she's going to like it the same as my old partner. Yeah. No, you've got to take some time and learn. Everyone and is different. Their sweet spots are different. Yeah. You know, and their turn-offs, turn everything is different. Yes. yes it's absolutely. a whole new ball game. And I think sometimes also people get, um, they feel guilty sometimes if, and I know one person we were talking to in our group, but hers was a little bit more on the religious side. She was talking about mm -hmm. how after sex, because she was brought up in a very strict religious type of atmosphere. Yeah. What, and I know that may be different from maybe someone feeling guilty just after sex with their regular partner, but can you touch on that? Is there anything you can maybe speak to on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I work with that so often. It's it's kind of sad because the whole idea with religion is is connection and love and loving one another and, and having happiness in your relationships. But yet when you are depriving people of something that is human nature, that people were born to do, um, it causes, I can't tell you how many couples I'm working with that have religious value issues and problems that have kept them disconnected or they've been so repressed for so many years that they finally find in this marriage or this relationship and they can't do anything because they've been taught sex is bad and sex is this and this, you know. So you have to just look at your situation right now and say, what, what is serving me right now? What do I want for my life? What do I want for my future? What do I want for my relationship? And if these messages that I learned from 30 years ago that are not serving me, they're ruining my relationship when in fact, in reality, they should have been protecting the sanctity of their relationship. What can I do now? What kind of story can I change? What mindset can I work on to say, I am with somebody that I wanna be intimate with and have fun and have a good relationship. That's what I want for my future. Mm -hmm. So it's a mindset shift. And it's looking at what serves you now versus the messages you got 30 years ago from your parents who got from their parents who got from their parents. Wow. Doesn't, it doesn't stay the same mm. now. Things change and you have to follow, you know, where you're at. Ooh, I'm going to do this that. one right here. That was 
message, <laughs> like, like a little message, right? You've got to really take this in. And for for the listeners who are going to be hearing this, like maybe someone's going to say, you know what, I want to see more of what she's talking about it, or here. Is there a way that they can reach out to you? Maybe if, you know, take some courses from you, books or anything, how can they get in touch with you or find you or anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. My website is Dr. Stacy Friedman. It's S-T-A-C-Y-F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N.com. And on there, I actually have a book that I wrote called Confessions and Lessons of a Sexpert. It's a really easy read and you can get a free PDF on my website under the book link, or you could also go to uh, the Amazon link on my book link on the website and find that. And I also have a couple of Facebook groups that are specifically for men and specifically for women. So one of them is called uh, Intimacy, Sex and Empowerment, and that's for women only. And then the men are Men's Sexual Health and Empowerment. And I share a lot of tidbits, a lot of help for information. And I do offer complimentary 15 minute consults for anyone that may want to work with me to make sure we're a good fit. There you go. And I, I can tell it. you guys, I am in Dr. Stacy's man group, man group. Like I said, a little, di- little, put a little bass in the voice. It's and pretty it's new. It's, it's getting there. It's pretty new, but it's, yeah, it's slow. But it's, it's a, it's a really kind of fun thing because it's, it well, feels just like a, to this women group now. Yes, yeah. you do. It's like a safe space, right? It's like a place where men is just, hey, we're talking about our issues and without worrying if someone else, you know, it's it's a really great thing. So if you're listening and you're looking for any type of help, or I, I highly always say seek out someone who can help you and assist you. Because when we try to do it ourselves, sometimes we can, you know, put the wrong stuff in the recipe. Yeah, yeah. it's overwhelming sometimes. And things but out, you so. It is, and there's also a way... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's ways to post anonymously. So if people are shy, because the men seem to be more shy than the women. I think it's more embarrassing, I think, than shyness. I yeah. think they're, you know, they're more embarrassed to come up and ask questions. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. like you said, it's the ego. And it's very true. <laughs> and, and I always say from a man's point of view, and this is one, another good reason why I love doing this is because it working to take that stigmatism out of it, it normalizes right? and, and yeah. as men we're brought up that we can't tell anyone our feelings or we can't because it, it and it shouldn't be that way you know i've i've talked openly on our podcast about my issues with ed at times because i but i also look at it because i've got diabetes and so i know part of that is medical so yeah. i can't you know it's not my, right. right it's not me <laughs> so yeah. but and and I explained, you know, maybe there's times when we're, we're out or trying to do something. I'm like, hey, babe, it's, and she understands it. And she yeah, doesn't absolutely. make me go, well, you're not, you know. So listeners, if there you're hearing no this, here. listen to what Dr. <laughs> Stacy's saying. So we're oh, going to give it a wrap up. Things to do. There's yeah. so many other things to do. Absolutely. absolutely. What last words do you want to leave our listeners with? Anything you want to just like have that departing word so they're stuck in, the, you're, you're stuck in their mind. What last things do you want to say to them, Dr. Stacy? The variety is key and being open-minded and being curious. I think curious is a word that many people don't use enough when it comes to sex and people all the times are like, no, I'm not going to do this. Uh, I'm not sure about it. Just be curious, learn, 
try something once, be a trisexual. <laughs> try something sexual. If it doesn't work for you, you don't do it again. But That's just be open. Yeah, that absolutely is. That's so. our motto. If so, you don't yeah. like it, don't do it. At yeah. least try it once. Absolutely. Exactly. So, don't know you like it unless you, you you try it first. Right. And keep an open mind, gentlemen. Keep an, I, I speak directly to the men because I know we are so stuck in our patterns and everything like that. So... But um, yeah, we appreciate this conversation, Dr. Stacy, and we would love to have you back at some point later and you know talk Absolutely. more. Absolutely, get everything going. No, <laughs> yeah, we right. can talk about this talk all day long. <laughs> yeah, I definitely like it. And 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 for listeners, remember you can email us, you can write us if you have questions, or you can jump in Dr. Stacy's group and do those as well. Because a lot of times we bring our questions that you're asking to some of our yeah. uh, experts and coaches and everyone who we're bringing on. So we really appreciate that. And uh, we're gonna get ready to end this one here with with my song. Let me let me see if I can get it. <laughs> let me see if I can get it right this time. Here we go. We love to do what. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Stacey, I see you drooping there. <laughs> right, we've got to talk about it. we got to get that stigmatism <laughs> over. Yes. So uh, thank you for coming on, Dr. Stacey. We appreciate that. And thank you. Thank you. Yes. For all of our listeners, as we always say here, until, until we, we swing again. again. <laughs> all right. Have a great day, Dr. Stacey. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye-bye.